Lena Black Mora, we are up to today's blot of Tezain Amad Alam Sakti Yabamas. Uh, we're still having that discussion whether, like Rishloki says, Beishama had an opinion was academic, and according to Rabbi Yechanan and according to Shmuel, it wasn't really academic that he acted upon it. But a number of proofs, most of them would reject or repudiate. One of them stuck. I have another one. Tashma we learned. Top of the page, we made Abdaisa bin Hukness. In the times of Abdaisa bin Hukness, Hutra Tzoras Habas Achin. People actually permitted that the tsara of the daughter to marry the brother, not only could but should, because they followed Beishamai that there's no such thing as a tsara. And so the, the wording itself, hutra, they permitted it, means they, that that's how they acted. Shmamino Osu, Shmamino. Here we have a conclusive proof, the second one, that they definitely acted on their opinion. Now that we mentioned the story about Deshav and Hurkunas, Gemara is going to give us a little story here. Hufa, let's analyze what actually happened then. He made up Deshav and Hurkunas, he titled, they permitted Sarah Sabas Lach, they permitted the Sarah of the daughter to her brothers. Very unhappy. That suddenly you're passing like Beishamai. And because he was actually was a great tzaddik and a big time of and they were concerned that um, that he's passing like Beishamai, it's going to upset the, the balance here because we always rule like Hillel. Um, so the Eina, so the, what do you call the ain of Kamui and his eyes stopped. Um, he, he was blind. The love of the base he couldn't see who walked in the base of Medish. Um, so they decided, um, they said, the idea who is going to go to Rabdaisa um, and tell Rabdaisa that the halach is like Beis Hill and that he's wrong. He said, Don't worry, I'll go. The Akhrab and who's after him, I'm sure was like, like the Abbezin then. And Akhrab, who will go with him, who has caught him? Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, who was the Nasi, or the temporary Nasi. But Akhrab, me, and who will go after that, Rabbi Akiva. So those three great Tanoim, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, and Rabbi Akiva, all went together. They went to his house and stood by the door. The maid came out and, and asked her who they were. And she said, so then she went back into Rabbi She said, Some rabbis here came to visit you. He said, You can't come in. They came in. The first person that stood next to Rabbi Shua, he grabbed the whole Rabbi Shua and he placed him on a golden bed because he was the Abbezin. So Rabbi Shua said to him, Rabbi, I'm not the only one here. He was blind. Tell your other student to sit down. Who else is here? He's here. He's standing right behind me. And he was the Nasi. But Rabbi Shua was much older than him, so Rabbi Shua came in first. He said, Wow, my good friend Lazaya had a son. He said about him the following post. Nada Yisi, I was young, Gamza Kanti, I became older. Lord Yisi, I've never seen by these people Tzadik Nezav, a Tzadik who was forsaken. Or Bezadi, actually, where his kids have to ask for bread. You remember how wealthy Benazai was, how Bezalel Nezai was, he used to give 10,000 sheep for mice a year. Tufsu, he grabbed a hold of Bezalel Nezai, but she would place him also on Mitish on a golden bed because he was the Nasi. Then, so then um, Rabbi Shur said to him, Rabbi, I'm going to tell you, there's one more here. Please invite him to sit down. Amlei who is here, Akiva ben Yosef. We're on Tezayin of an Aleph, and we're just describing a story that the time of Rabbi Yisroel Hurkin is they permit they followed Beishamai they permitted the tzara of um of a, of an erva. 
So Gemara is recording what happened. That he decided to paskin like Shammai, and three great Tanoim came to visit him, Rabbi Shur, Rabbi and Rabbi Akiva, and they introduced themselves, and he's, in, you know, to, to Rabbi, Rabbi Yisab and Herkinus, and now they introduced the last one, Rabbi Akiva. So about 10 lines above the wide lines. Amalei, Humiu, who is this last student standing here before me? Akiva ben Yosef, or Rabbi Akiva. Amalei, he said to him the famous words, Atahu Akiva, are you the famous Akiva ben Yosef? that your name is spread worldwide. Shev b'ni Shev. Sit down, please. He didn't invite himself on a golden bed because Akiva then was uh, only a student and he wasn't a Nasi or an Abbas. Like you, there should be many more by Eden. Anyway, he's chilim sachnus by Allah. It's not a nice discussion to talking about different halachas. They won't go straight to the point. Actually, he us about Torah. Came to discussion about the Torah of if you if Shimon's daughter is married to Reuben and then Reuben dies, if the Torah is exempt or not, like Beishama, uh, like Beisil or like Beishamai, there's still yibum. Amrulei, he said to them, of course, Torah Shabbos. I said to him, hey, what's the story about Torah Shabbos? Amrulei, machlekel Beishamai Beisil. It's an argument. So they asked him, halacha given me, who is halacha like Amrulei? What do you mean who halacha Beisil? Amrulei said to him, what are you talking about? Well, Meshim Chama, we heard your name, halacha kib Beishamai. Amalemi said to them, Doisa, Shamatem, did you hear I Ben Hurkishmite? Did you hear Doisa? Sorry, Amalemi told them, Doisa Shamaitim, I Ben Hurkishmite. What did you hear? Did you hear that Doisa Ben Hurkana said, or did you just hear Ben Hurkana said? Amalemi said, Hi, you're actually right. Rebbe, Stam Shamaitim, we heard Stam, Ben Hurkana, and we assumed it's you. Amalem, no, no, no. Oh, Cotton, yes, I have a much younger brother. And you should know he called him Bechoyer Satnu. He is sharp like the Satnu. Interesting way of describing someone. He's an unbelievable Tawah Chacham and he's a, he's a hothead. You remember we learned before that Bishamah was much was sharper than Basil. The Yenish, my brother's name is Yenish. He's from the students of Shammai. He's the one who, who brought back the halacha like Shammai. But I want you to know, he's be very careful with him. Because he will outsmart you and he will you know and knock you out in halacha. He would have Sholish, Meir, Chulis. He has 300 proofs that Tzara Sabashi would tell us that the halacha should be like Shammai, that Tzara Sabashi for a minute. On the other hand, I will made any, I testify of Shammai Ba'aretz. Heaven and earth, this very issue was discussed by Chagai Hanavi, Chagai the Thras, the last thing to be right at the beginning of the second base Migish. The Omar, three things Chagai Hanavi said. Number one, that like the Tzoros Abbas, the Basil is like Chagai, that the Tzoros Abbas is also not like Shammai. Number two, Amoyin Umoyav Maasin Maisel Oni Bishviyas. When they went to Israel the first time, they made Amoyin and Moyev, Sichanegro, that they sanctified and became part of Israel. But then Kedusha Rishayna did not remain. It's when Ezra went the second time that they once again consecrated Israel. But this time they left out certain parts neighboring Israel because what happened to Shemitah here? They're all going to starve. So they left certain parts neighboring Israel and decided, you know what? We're not going to make this at Israel. So Shemitah, you can, there's no Shemitah there, you can work there. However, regarding Trumas and Mises, it is like Israel. So the question is the seventh year, what mice? Because we know first, second, fourth, and uh, first, second, fourth, and fifth is mice shani. That's a 10% you bring with you to the Shalaya and you eat it there. And the third and sixth year is mice only the 10% you give to the poor. So the seventh year, there's no Schmidt in these places, but they had to give mice. Which mice did they give? So he said that Amon They gave mice only because the poor people had nowhere else to go. In I just saw everything was hefka. If everything is hefka, there's no longer any mice. You only give mice on something your own, not if it's ownerless. So therefore, to help out the poor, they said that in these regions they should give mice only. That's number two. 
And number three, we should accept um, converts from the place called Karduin and from Tarmudim. And we'll say that they're Yidin, that they're, that they're Goyim, and they can, they can go ahead and convert. And we're not going to say, oh, the Yidin and the Mamzeim, as we'll see later. Um, and, and we'll talk all about that soon. Now, interesting, Tarmudoi, this is what we had in Shabbos, that, you know, two, when you light the Hanukkah candles, actually, until the people Tarmudoi stop walking in the streets. This is Tarmudoi. Tell me, look. When they came to visit, so let's get back to the story, and we'll come back to this thing. When they came to visit, all came together. But they went out through three different doors. Why did they go out through three different doors? Because they, if they found all three together, what happened? Yenison wins them in the argument, and they would have no choice but to to um, to accede to his halacha and pass from the halacha And they didn't want to get to that situation because halacha is very very simple. Or on the contrary, Tezer says, maybe the Dafka went three doors to make sure they do find him so they can have a discussion with him. They were undeterred. Anyway, what happened was, who met him? He happened to meet Rabbi Kiva. Actually, and they started having discussions, asking questions. Well, Ukman, Rabbi Kiva answered every one of his questions. He said to him the exact same words that I said, Atta who Akiva ben Yasef, are you the famous Akiva? Your name spreads the world. Praiseworthy is that you have this name, but you should know. But really, no matter what people say, you're not even worthy to be a shepherd over cattle. No, you're not a leader yet. He was a very humble person. He says that. I feel the right sign. Not only am I not worthy to be a shepherd of cattle, which requires many more skills, I'm not even worthy of being a shepherd over sheep, which require less skills. That was he's very humble, but he took the he took the criticism, but they won their argument. Now we're going to go through the dinim that he said, the name Chagai. The first one is Aloha Basil, that uh, the Tzoros um, of, of an Erba is forbidden. Second one was about Amoin Ummoyev. So the Gemara, Amoin Ummoyev, Ma'asin, Ma'asin, Ani Mishri, that Amoin Ummoyev, they will give Amnesty or Shmita. There's no Shmita there, but they'll give Ma'asin Ani. What are you talking about? What happened? The Dhamma, we learned. Habe Krochen Kavshu, Eil, Nitzrayim, there were many cities that the first time they went to Israel, they conquered. Well, they come through the bubble, but the second time when the oil bubble with Ezra came, they decided second, they're not going to conquer it. Ukudusha Lashayna, and that which Yeshua conquered, Kitchalashaita, the Loi Kitchalashlavi, it's not permanent. They love it. They deliberately let those aside, Kadesh Yisbechu Alain, and the Mishris, where the poor people can eat Shemitah. So therefore, they allow these properties to, the, to, to be worked on in Shemitah. So, so now, what do we do? We're going to give them, we're going to, we wanted to have people to have more to eat, and then we'll give them my son to the poor. The last thing you said was, Now you should know there are numerous opinions which uh, people are aware. So we Paskin today that if the mother is Jewish, the father is a guy, the child is a Yid. That's why we Paskin. We're going to learn here and we learn more about it in the morning Bums later and also in Kedushi. In the, the Mems, you learn here in Bums, also in Kedushi, the Ayans, the late Ayans. There's one school of thought that says that if, if, if you need both parents, for the kid to be a kosher kid. But if the mother is a yid and the father is a goy, there's one opinion that says that the child is a yid, but a mamzer. Okay, that's very important. If an evid or a goy has a relationship with the Yiddish mother, the child is a mamzer. So you cannot, nobody can marry. That's, and um, as a machlekes, whether the child is a mamzer, why should the child be a mamzer? So the shame explained. That opinion follows Rabbi Akiva. If you remember, we already mentioned it before. According to Rabbi Akiva, when do you produce a mamza? Not only if you live with somebody in sin that gets chorus, 
We're not like Rabbi Shu who says that, that only if Mrs. Bezden, but according to Rabbi Kiva, even there's a love, even if you just committed a sin, the child is a mamzer. So based on that, since you're not allowed to live with a guy, you're not allowed to go either with the Rabbanon or from the Torah. So the child is a mamzer. If you're not allowed to live with a guy Mahatera, then the child is a mamzer Mahatera, according to them. If you're not allowed to live with a guy with the Rabbanon, then the child is a mamzer with the Rabbanon. But that's a school of thought. Then there's another school of thought within that school of thought that says that if the child is a mamzer, Tasis brings another school of thought that one, all you need is one parent to be Jewish. So the same thing would apply the mother's a guy and the father's a yid. According to them, the child is a yid, but a mamzer. No difference. So within that thing, there are two opinions. That it could, could, so it could be that it's patriarchal, and but the child will be a mamzer. And then we have what we hold. Like Shada means that um, the mother's a yid, the child is 100% a proper yid. If the mother's a guy, the child is 100% proper guy. And in those missions that say that Kshedim, Kshedim means they can come and convert. So now we're telling you, we'll see the why, that you're allowed to accept converts from the Kadri Tamudim. We're not worried that there's Mamzadim uh, over there and um, and so on. Yeah. You don't accept game kadrim. And the reason is because they were mamzaidim. Why the mamzaidim? We'll see later why they were mamzaidim. So the Gemara, um, um, what do you call it? You're mixing up this karduyim and it's with a tough. When he says, don't accept game, he's talking about the karduyim with a tough. People got to apostle because we're worried about Mamzaim there, either because a Yid married a Yiddish, a Goyish, sorry, for Goy married a Yiddish woman, the child of Mamzaim, so the Mamzaim, or because we'll see later. The other say, Tony, Mechaskel, Ain Mechablin, Gaydin, the version is as follows. Same outcome, but different version. He said, Don't accept Gaydin from Kartuim at the top. My love, Hainu Kartuim, Hainu Kadrim. So saying, Isn't that the same thing with a tough for a Dawud? But I've actually like Kartuim, Lukud, with Kadrim, Lukud. We'll say from Kartuim at the Dawud, you could accept Gaydin, there's no Mamzaim there, but Kartuim at the top, you cannot accept. Kidam Yiji Kartuim, still the puzzle. Abyechen and Vesavia, Dami Tavai, Abyechen and Savia, both said, the Savia could either be an old, um, could be a name or could be a reference to, to an old Tamachachem. We have Hahusava, maybe there's a nickname for an old Tamachachem. They both say, Ain Mekablin Gaidim in a Tamudim. They argue. They say you will not accept Gaidim Tamudim, even though we just said before, Haggai is the one who said you do. So they argue, they don't believe the Haggai said it. They argue the Daisim and Hulkunus. How Amwedi can argue? But the Tana, I'm not sure. So you must have a bride somewhere else. So you're telling me that he said you do not accept Gerim from Tarmudim. And that means that what? But now we learned. Call Haksamim. The law is that if you know, someone's a Nidra, there's bleeding some Hatari, you know, and for Goy also, they're bleeding their Tomei with the Rabbanu. Then you have a thing called a Kesem. A Kesem is a stain. And the stain that um, we say by Yid, if it's a certain size, it's tummy inside of a gris. But by goy, only if it's moist. But if it's dry, we weren't geyser under ksamim. So you walk around the city of Rekim, says, Kolak Samim Aboim If you found a kesin some underwear with a stain, and you touched it in the city of Rekim is Torah. Why is it Torah? Because the Eden there don't throw out there, they're very careful with the laws of tumors, so they wouldn't toss it away. And the goyma did, since it's dry, it's not metami. However, Rabbi Yehuda metami. Rabbi Yehuda says it is tummy. Why is it tummy? He says, the Rabbanu say that the Goyim, they were not, were not really converts, they're real Goyim. Rabbanu says, no, they're really Goyim. They just didn't realize that or they didn't care and they reverted back to their old ways and they behaved like Goyim, but they were really hidden. 
And 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 and, and so what happened was they 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 shmatzich. They became goyim again, and therefore we decided that they they're still yidden. The kesem is still tummy. Because a, a goy who became a yid and then decides to live a goy, he's a yid forever. Um, what about If let's say everyone agrees, as long as everyone agrees, if someone's goyim, then to hire him because the goyim were not goyzer and the yidin wouldn't throw it away. We ask a question. So this last line of the Bible says, no, I mean, that's a question. It says clear, open ended statement that Bainer Chavid in a Goyisha place, I don't care where, I feel him in Tamil, even Tamil, there's no Goy, there's no Yidin, everything is Goyim, therefore the Kesim is Torah, which means that you can accept Gabriel from Tamil. What's the problem? And you said before that Rabbi Yechon said you do not take Gabriel from Tamil, which means that they're worried that the Yidin were their Mamzaidim. But it says clearly here that Talmud, it seems all places, they're full goyim. So what's that do, Rabbi Yechel? Could Rabbi Yechel lay down rules? They said, man, it's mekabling getting the Talmud. Um, sorry, Rabbi Yechel laid down a rule. Mekabling, and our problem is that this is a star Mishnah. Rabbi Yechel always passes like a star Mishnah. And the star Mishnah says that the people Talmud are, are totally goyim. And Rabbi Yechel made a comment. Furthermore, from here you see that mekabling getting the Talmud. If you can, if they're kesem. Is tired, which means you treat them like goyim. Then why can't you accept game with the full fledged goyim? And no, no, I'm saying with goyim, and therefore you can convert them. He's just making a comment on the on this mission, but he doesn't agree with it. We had it a number of times already. That Allah is always like a star mission, and the end of the mission, there's no argument, it's a star mission. It says clearly that if you did between the goyim, that the, the, the kesem is tired. That means that they're all considered goyim. These are two Amaraim according to Rabbi Yechon. What do you mean two Amaraim according to Rabbi Yechon? So Tesis brings one shot that this whole principle that we always say that Rabbi Yechon rules like Islam Mishnah, not everyone agrees. It's only based on one student. The other student says Rabbi Yechon never said that. He never said the halacha like Islam Mishnah, and therefore he, he, he doesn't agree with Islam Mishnah. <clears throat> um, or Two Amaraim are arguing whether Abiyachan actually said that in all that even Talmud um, is included in this Mishnah or not. Anyway, it's interesting that they're arguing this whole principle that we constantly bring down the Halakha Islam Mishnah. And here suddenly we find out that one of his students said that Abiyachan never said that. Anyway, if you want to further, um, uh, my time alone. Okay, the one so Abiyachan said you should not accept any gain from Talmud, not like Chaga Hanavi. Why not? In that itself, it's an argument Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi between the two. They both agree you should not take any gain from Talmud, but what are we worried about exactly? Ischadam, one of them says, What happened was that the servants of Shleim Melech decided to marry Yiddish girls. Why did the servants of Shleim, the, the slaves of Shleim decide to marry Yiddish girls? Because Yiddish girls were very rich and they wanted to have a good life. And so therefore, they, they, they lived there. They were going. These are the slaves of Shleim Melech. They were going. Not Eden. Eden is no problem. They were going. They marry the Jewish girls, and Rabbi Yechon holds that a Jewish girl who's married to a guy, the children are mamzaidim. And because of mamzaidim, in Talmud, where the Avdei Shleim lived, there were plenty of mamzaidim circulating. How can you marry anybody there? How do you know they're not a mamzaid? That's a view number one. Mishum Avdei Shleim, except he holds, Oyvei Kachavim, the Ebed, Abba, Bas, Yisrael, the guy who lives with a Yiddish woman, Havlad Mamzaid, the child's a mamzaid. Ella, sorry, I skipped along. Um, the other one says that the girls of the Shalayim, when after the destruction of the Romans came in, 
and they decided to take the Jewish, pretty Jewish girls, and they forced them to marry them. And, and the same problem. It's just, no, the idea is the same. Goy live with the issue. The question is only historically when it happened. According to one who went all the way back to Avdeh Shleimah, according to another one who happened many, many years later, by the Churban based on English. Now, if it's Avdeh Shleimah, you talk about generations, generations, and generations later, but because they all lived in the same place, they haven't moved anywhere, we know that the city has a name of Mamzerim, because otherwise we have a rule of learning condition that if over time people forgot that this family is Mamzerim, it's called Nitma, it's like they're lost, they're no longer Mamzerim. But here it wasn't lost because the city was a region and everyone knew that this place you shouldn't get married to. There's no Yichas there. So you might ask, what's the story of the Shalim? I just told you what one opinion is. Pligi, but within that itself, you have a machlekes Rabbi Yishev Rabbah. So first you have a machlekes what why why Rabbi Yechonah said that Rabbi said he shouldn't marry, and Rabbi Yechonah have an argument. It was Avdi Shleim of Shleim, and then in Bnei Shleim itself, you have a machlekes the next generation of Yishev and Rabbah. The Tavayim Mashmei the Rabbi Barachonah, and they're both saying it in the name of Rabbi Barachonah and have an argument what it was. Chad Amar Kreiser Alfe Gavri. What happened was there were twelve thousand warriors, the Shisa Alpha Kashtuye and six thousand uh, 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 what do you call it, archers. And the Khadam and the other one says Trace and Alpha Gavi, there were twelve thousand Roman soldiers, Uminayum amongst the twelve thousand was Shisa Alpha Kashtuye, six thousand archers. So how many were the eighteen thousand going with twelve thousand going either way it was a big number. And the Shoshnikhul while Goyim were going to the Hekel when the Goyim went to destruct destroy Khazashom the base of Migdush, they wanted to find the treasures. Most of them went searching for the gold. But the Haim, there were these 12,000 warriors or 18,000. They said the real treasure of Shalim are the, are the Jewish girls. And they went and, 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 and kidnapped them and forced them to marry them. It says, they the women in Yushalayim, they, they, they tortured. The virgins in Ada Yehud. So, so they decided, it's like a backhanded in a way compliment, but whatever it is, terrible, that they decided that there's things more important than money. So Avdish Lena married Jewish girls for the money. They gave up money to marry Jewish girls. So that's the contrast between the Avdish Lena and, um, and, these, uh, and these warriors at Benoit Shalim. Bottom line is, both of them are saying the same thing. They're going to lead the woman, the children of Zaydim, and that's why you shouldn't marry any from any of the time of day, because they're actually Jewish, but they're Mamzaydim circulating there. Well, um, so if you want to ask a question, going back to what we said before, we brought a POSIC, now we're digressing from it. You brought a POSIC, um, this is what he said about Rabbi Lazar Azariah. Wow, Rabbi Azariah's son is also rich. Who actually said this POSIC? I was young, I was old. Who said it? The said it himself. Old, young, time doesn't exist. Until Mikoshi, he didn't live beyond 70 years old. Was he that old? You know, he said, Nah, he's a Zakanti. Sounds like Zakanti is way over 70 because Dobramel passed away at the age of 70. And um, so, what does it mean? The Sar of the world, the Malach said it. Um, the Malach said it. Now, which particular Malach said it? So, Taisa actually brings um, <clears throat> an interesting thing. He says over here, we don't know which Malach it is. So, Taisa brings from one of the Piyutim. It says over there that, that Nar is called Matatrin. So, Malach Matatrin, the one who takes out Tzfilis and brings it up to Shemaim. So, it seemed that who is this Nar? You see, we're talking about Malach Matatrin. He's the one who's saying it, Nar, Yisigam, Zakanti. He says, um, 
And he says, another period says that who was Matatrin? Matatrin was Chanoich. Chanoich who died young. So he says he was a sire that started out as a human and he became a Malach, which is one opinion that, Ma, that Chanoich died young and he went to Shemaim as a Malach. So it says, if so, it can't be that this is a Sarah because um, it says the Abish to ask the Sarah Elam, what do you think she would create mankind and so on? And Chanoich didn't live to many years later. So it says, says the difference says, Matatun is not the Sarah Elam. Why is Matatun called now? It's a name, it's not an adjective, that's a noun. Um, and uh, so who was this Malach? He doesn't, he doesn't say, but he says he brings an argument whether Matatun, Chanoich actually turned into a Malach, or he brings a med, and Sechel Khair says that he went straight to Canadian while he was still alive. Anyway, the Mark continues further. This is referring to what do you mean that they went to base Amigdash to spread their hands out and they unfortunately this is Eicha and they took all the treasures. Who was that? So we had those who went for gold and silver, we had those who went for the Jewish girls. Then you had Ammon and Moyev. Everyone went in pursuing the treasures. They went and they turned to the Sefer Torah. This Sefer Torah is right, written. There, the Sefer Torah said that nobody, no descendant from Moyev and Ammon could ever be accepted as a gay, the male sign. The female sign, obviously, Rus was. But they went ahead, let's burn it in fire. So they destroyed it symbolically to show, to show that we don't agree or accept what it says over there. Then the Pasik says, again in Echam, Siva Shem Yaakov, Hashem said, Yaakov, Siva all around you, Tzara will be your oppressors. I'm going to have to go in, Humanya, like Humanya, that in the city of Humanya, which is next to the place Pumnara, where a number of Eden live, and the people of Humanya, the residents of Humanya, constantly harassing the Eden of Pumnara. Rashi says the Greeks in Humanya. Not sure exactly where the Greeks come in, because we're talking now about the Chul Beis Amish, which are the Romans, or the Babylonians, the Third Beis Amish. Um, we're talking about the Third Beis Amish would be the Babylonians, not the Greeks. Unless Rashi is saying here is that during the entire Second Beis Amish, they kept on bothering the Yidin, the Greeks. It's not just one particular period in time. Okay, now let's get back to what we learned for. This is an interesting halach. A goy. If a goy goes ahead, a goy, and gives kedushin today to a Yiddish woman, we are worried that what? That there should be kedushin. Why? There's a big argument having about the Sanhedrin. What happened to Hashvatim? Did they mingle with the, did they mix up and they get, you know, intermarried and so on? Or there's a special place where the Sanhedrin, they were banished somewhere and Mashiach will come, they'll come back. And um, so uh, there's all kinds of Madrashim. In fact, I have a safer home called Metzius Aseris Ashwatim, collects all the Madrashim on what actually, what actually happened to Aseris Ashwatim. These are the Aseris Ashwatim that were taken out of Israel. I was, I was uh, many years before the, before the Yehuda Binyam were destroyed and Metzmedish. So every guy, we're worried that maybe they're from the Aseris Ashwatim. And what are we worried about? So Rashi says, we're worried that they married a non-Jewish woman. And they worried that Jewish woman, according to this opinion, the child is Jewish, but a mom's it. And a, if a mamza gives condition, it's a valid condition you still need to get. So if a guy gives condition, it's extraordinary gemara here. Says the gemara, what are you talking about? And, and 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 the reason why we say we're only worried about the men, what about what about the Jewish uh, women who uh, who married a guy? 
So Gemara will soon tell us that the Jewish women couldn't bear children because their stomachs burst or their, their, their uterus burst and they couldn't bear any children. So it's only the males of the Asas of Shratim that carried the, the, the genes on. And, and you want to ask a question, but the fact is there's, there's a minority of the going, we're called the party and we punish. If you have, if you leave your home, your domain, then we follow the majority, and most people are just going, not from Sazashvatim. The Mara says, we're talking about from their regions where they where they live, that we soon see the city that they live. These areas which we know where the Sazashvatim live, those places, even the, the you have to be worried about even the Goyim. They might have they might have married a Jewish woman and had a child. That child is I sorry, even if a Jewish uh, what do you call it? If even the Eden married a Goyish woman, the child is Jewish, but a mamza. And therefore, we are worried. And Makremus Kuwer actually uses the rule of Kokuwa Kemechta Mechtadami. Taisa said the reason is because in these areas, the majority of people were actually from a Sazashwati. Anyway, they want to continue. Babakana says, I would take it. Where did they go? He took them to a place called where these people the the har and the room, they were boys and boys and but are mother these places. Chalas el chilas, and that's name a place. The chibur is a chadaya, chaver that's chadaya, and the har that's boys and zuginez. These are different places in that area, and but are a mother zu cham the chaveresen and suburbs. But I'm not other say zu niya the chaveresen, chaveresen man. What what suburbs are you talking about? I'm a small krach moishri chitku dukai. These are areas that these we know that have been established that they are the from the says shvatim. So these places they marry somebody, then we are chayshish, we are chayshish lekedushin. <clears throat> okay, so this opinion holds. So amazing, he have an opinion that holds that the, the, a mother is a is a goy and the father is a yid, the child of Jewish. Amr Abiyachem said, the kulon the says. No, that, that most of them are mamzadim. And, um, and so therefore, because um, we hold this opinion holds that the children are Jewish, but they are mamzadim, the problem was that they didn't follow the rules of mamzadim. So they just kept on marrying each other. And uh, I guess they themselves believed that they were going. So they didn't care. They didn't think they were mamzadim. They thought they were going. And therefore, they didn't follow the rules. And that's the problem. It's full of mamzadim mixed up over there. According to, this is all according to the view that if the mother is a is a is a guy, the child is still Jewish. Obviously, we don't hold that, so an Allah doesn't mean doesn't mean anything. But it sounds like from this Gemara here, Rabbi Yechon also agrees that the mother is a guy, the child is Jewish. But from other Rabbi Yechon, the he brings from other places, Rabbi Yechon, and since clearly Rabbi Yechon holds that if the mother is a guy, the child is a guy. Kamrita Kamrita Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel, when Shmuel heard this, he disagreed. Now, Rabbi Yechon later on, I guess, also agreed with Shmuel. Shmuel said that the only time your child is Jewish is if the mother is Jewish, not if the mother is a good. And I bring it right from Pasuk. Amalei, he said, it says, Only your son that comes from a Jewish woman is called your son. The ain't bincha abominichon, but if, it, if it's a, a non Jewish woman married to your son, your grandson is not called your grandson, it's not your son. Elba not her son. Because the Pasuk says, the Pasuk has two things. It says that you should, you, you, your son, you shouldn't give to their girls, and your daughter, you shouldn't give to their boys. And then it says, why not? Because ki yosid, which is masculine, ki yosid es He will take away your son. He, which means the father is a goy, and the mother is a yid. It doesn't say anywhere ki tosid that she, the non-Jewish woman, is going to take away your son. Because if it's a non-Jewish woman, it's not your son anymore. It's actually a goy. So when are we? 
When is the problem? Only if the father is a guy and the mother is Jewish. That's how Shmuel learns out that, that if your mother's a Yid, the child is Jewish, and, we're, and what's going to happen is we'll take the child away. Now, why isn't that a mitzvah, a Yisrael not trade according to many, to marry a guy? Because that Pasik is talking, and it's like a clearly the trader. How can you even say that's Midrabon? Because they say this only talking about the Zion Ami, the seven nations. That there's an Issa to marry them, but other guy from the Torah's perspective knows to marry them, there's just no marriage. And it's Rabbanon who came in, or Bezim Shashem that came in and asked. It says the Gemara, what about the, 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 what about the Jewish girls? You're only worried about the, the Jewish boys who married a non Jewish woman, the child is a Yid, but a mom's there. What about the Jewish girls? Um, and they had children. Says the Gemara, and so and Ravina said, Shmamana Ben Bitcha, Bomin Mukham and Kore Bitcha, and they're totally Jewish. If the mother is Jewish and the child is totally Jewish, so we definitely should be worried about you're telling me that we're not worried about, uh, we should be worried about the, the Kedushin. Gemida, we have a rule, the Bansa Dahudora, it's Taruya, it's true, that the girls at that time, their uterus imploded and they couldn't have any children whatsoever. That generation of us has a Shwati, <clears throat> it burst open. The others say, when they told over this, over the Shmuel, that, you know, if a guy marries somebody, which is a big tragedy, because what do you do then? They didn't move from there. They declared that all that people, people are considered guy because they live like guy. In other words, they had to make a special declaration. If a guy becomes a Yid, and then after a while, for whatever reason, it becomes a guy again, Halach is their full-fledged Yid. And they can always do tshuva and 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 so on, but they're full fledged. If they come back to, they have to go to mikvah again or go to the bezin again. There's a lot. Bal tshuva. One of the reasons we go to mikvah on Yom Kippur is because a bal tshuva also has to go to the mikvah again, like a geiris. But um, <clears throat> but what they did was they just declared that those cities are completely goyim because they live like goyim. They didn't behave like they were yidden. So we decided, you know, what, we're gonna, which is an amazing power to take these people who are logically yidden and call them goyim. And um, and one of the reasons possibly is because only according to some opinions they're Yidin, because the father was a Yidin, the mother was a Goy. And according to Halacha, they're not really Yidin. So to make sure that everybody agrees on the same page, even in Avasi, they said there's no Yidin there at all, they're all going because we're going to pass in the Halacha, because the women didn't have children, because of the things burst, and, the, and there's only the men from Asad Shvatim, and the men couldn't pass on the Judaism of Asad Shvatim because we pass in Halacha that the mother's a Goy, the child's a Goy. And we're going to pass it that for everybody, even according to those who hold that the mother is a, is a, is a guy, but the father is a child is Jewish. Not in this case. That's what he did. Although, how can they do that? Shnemer, it says, Hashem, Bogodu, they, they, they betrayed Hashem, Kibonim, Zorim, because they had strange kids. So, this this what they did. They cleared more going. Let's just finish the pedics. Yasuf, 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 be destroyed because out of time it came out these mamzer. Um, this is um, this is not what Shmuel said. So Shmuel said there's no longer mamzer or goyim, but this is before then, or they didn't agree with Shmuel. And it would be a yamta because of all these mamzer in there, and it's causing a lot of strife amongst the Eden because you don't know if it's a mamzer or not mamzer, they're circulating amongst their regular families. Very makes it very difficult and passing a whole number of families. So when that city gets destroyed, we'll all be rejoicing. Says the Gemara, yeah. Uh, but it wasn't the city destroyed already? Is the city of Tomah that was destroyed, not Talmud? 
No, it's the same city. But what happened was they, they multiplied. They had so many kids there. A wild part of the city was, was destroyed. The other part of the city was rejuvenating and, and, and increasing in number. Once I was destroyed, the other side settled in. He made a comment. What a Ula made a comment. What a great man that Abraham Nuni is. What a great man that Abraham Nuni is. And I want you to know, Elam the Harfanian must say, if he wouldn't have come from a city called Harfanian, because that city there's Mamzayim there, people are not very particular, and then the rabbis they don't look up properly to make sure that everybody's all right. And therefore, he's he, he's not as great as it should be because he lives in a city which is all tainted. He embarrassed Abraham Nuni. And he realized he embarrassed him. Omale, let me ask you a question. An interesting criteria. How do you determine where, which city you belong in? Kesev Galgalta, your taxes. Which council do you pay your taxes to? Omale, well, taxes? I pay to the Fumnara. You come from Fumnara. Now I go over here, it goes back where you, where you vote your district, it goes where you pay your rates. My Harfanya. What exactly is this place, Harfanya? What's wrong with Harfanya? What's he um, lambasting the city of Harfanya? I'm going to say the Har, Harfanya is Harpanya. Two words. It was a nickname, a mountain that anybody who wanted to have a good life and a hedonistic life or somebody who didn't want to care, who was frivolous and didn't care about the rules and there was a lot of debauchery there, is that's Harfanya. Har Shahakul Poinibon, a place that anybody who's puzzled cannot find a woman wherever he is, would go there. Anybody does not know his family. Obishitra has no idea where he comes from. Went to the place called Harfanya. And that's why he said that Abnuna, you could be, you know, you're not a great person in that city. But he found that you pay taxes elsewhere. That's the criteria. You should know that this is even worse than Gehenim. Living in Harfanya is worse than Gehenim. Because Gehenim, after 11 months, 12 months, you go to Ganadin. There's a Takana, as we'll see in the posting in a minute. But Afanya, there's no way of, of remedying. We don't know who you are. There's no Yichazesh. Remember, it says, Niyat Shoyal, from the hands of Gehen and Evdem, I will redeem them. Memavish, from death, Egolim, I will, I will um, liberate them. Vil Ipsul Nidhu, but when it comes to Afanya, Ipsul, Les Lehutakanta. There's no way of fixing that up. In a way, so it's worse than Gehenim. Saying about Ipsul, Afanya, Mishum Sul, the mission. That why that the Psulim of Fanya are from Psulim of Mission, from the city called Mission. Psulim of Mission, Mission Psulim, the Talmud, is worse than the Psulim of Talmud, which we talk about till now. Psulim of Talmud, Mission Avdesh Lema. Where did the Psulim of Talmud come from? From Avdesh Lema. So Hafanya came from Mission, and 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 Mission from the dregs of Mission, and Mission came from the dregs of Talmud, and Talmud came from these Avdesh Lema, the opinion we said before, that was the slave of Shlaim Melech. And this is what people say. Um, that uh, what do you call it? Kava Rabba the Kava Zuda, whether it's a big a big measure, whether it's a small measure, um, is Menagda the Ozilish early to roll down and go to the Shoil. That was the other they just rolled all the Psalm rolled from place to place, and from Shoil they went to Talmud, and um, and from Talmud they rolled down to Mission, and the Mission they went to Harfanya. So Harfanya is the, the Nadir. Of everything, the worst possible place, wherever that is. We just completed the first paragraph of your mamas. Everyone have a good day. We'll continue tomorrow.